0: So, Ashley, it's January 1st, and it's four years ago today that we started this podcast.
1: Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> if we do say so ourselves. If we say so ourselves.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so for folks who are, who are grabbing this podcast from like a, a, a thing like Spotify or or Apple Podcasts or whatever, and you're confused because you don't see an episode that goes back that far, it's because we first started this out. Uh, on my own personal blog That's where we posted the episode too, And we didn't start our website for this until Late in January uh, of 2018 That was matchdaymovies.com Which is still going, so if you want to look at episodes uh, There, you can as well uh, But yeah um, Our first episode was Call Me By Your Name And now, four years later Here we are, getting ready to talk About another movie So let's get to it
1: Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And today we're going to talk about uh, the new Matrix film. It's called Matrix Resurrections and Matt's going to tell us a little bit about it.
0: Yeah, so Keanu Reeves is back um, as is Carrie-Anne Moss and uh, uh, Keanu plays Mr. Anderson, Thomas Anderson, uh, who he was in the original film. Um, before he realized that he was Neo, the One. Um, it's several years later, and he has uh, basically developed a trilogy of games called The Matrix, and it's pretty much as you might expect. Uh, he works at a, like a software developing company, and it gets very meta because his boss calls him into the office and says, "Hey, Warner Brothers wants us to work on a fourth Matrix," <laughs> and so. Mr. Anderson's a little weirded out by it. In fact, he seems kind of weirded out by everything. Um, In the meantime, we see uh, very similar things happening as we did in the previous um, Matrix movies, particularly the original. We see agents. uh, We see them taking over people's bodies. We see folks in long overcoats uh, running and fighting against them. And then uh, we see uh, someone who calls himself Morpheus. Morpheus who is not played by Lawrence Fishburne, uh, but is uh, played by uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, who some folks might remember from the Man* reboot uh, in 2021. And he, uh, not unlike the Morpheus from the original film, um, finds Mr. Anderson and tries to convince him to leave the Matrix and uh, enter the real world. Uh, So this is your very meta fourth Matrix film. It's directed by Ilana Wachowski. What'd you think?
1: Well, okay. So full disclosure here, I am not a matrix fan. Um, not even of the first film. I think everyone agrees that, um, the second and third films were not quite as good as the first one. I, I agree with that. Um, but I wasn't even a huge fan of, of the first film. Um, you know, I, without a doubt, it, um, was kind of, was a breakthrough film in terms of, uh, visual effects. And, um, there were some pretty wonderful action sequences i I can um, agree on that. But um, the story always left me cold and the characters I was never interested in. And they just always seemed kind of humorless and um, and the look of it, the and I was reminded of the look in this movie because this movie looks completely different than the original matrix. Um, and they they show various little quick snippets of the original Matrix films in this one, kind of little flashbacks. And it had, the original film had that kind of um, green tint grainy look to it that I was never a fan of. So, okay. So going into this movie, (laughs) I was, I'm not a very big fan of this, so I don't know if this movie is really intended for me. Um, But okay. Just evaluating it on its own. I kind of liked the, the meta aspects that you talked about, you know, uh, Mr. Anderson is a, at least at the beginning of the film, he's a programmer. He's done this trilogy of, of matrix games. They're going to do a sequel. So there's a lot of comment about sequels and the matrix matrix in particular. So I, I thought that was all kind of interesting. Um, not very, not what you would expect from a matrix movie, um, but interesting, nonetheless. Um, when it gets more like a Matrix movie, um, I really lost interest and thought it was kind of boring, to be honest. And, yeah, I I, I can't recommend this one. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm curious. I mean, like I said before, the, the original Matrix films, they were kind of at least wonderful to look at. You know, I didn't like the particular... tint that the movies had, but at least visual, the visual effects were incredible and interesting. This movie is, doesn't go that route at all. I mean, this is all pretty mundane as far as action sequences go and special effects go. Um, so yeah, there wasn't even that to, to keep me interested. And I feel like if you have, and it's been years since those original movies came out and, uh, I feel like I needed to have watched them more recently, maybe to, to really understand what was going on, because I was confused sometimes. But, um, but, but too, it doesn't do much to get you invested in the character of Mr. Anderson, or Trinity, which who, and Trinity kind of becomes a, f- a focus of the film. Um, I just didn't really care, to be honest.
0: Yeah, well... That's all fair. Uh, and it, I haven't seen the original Matrix movies either for, for quite a long time. I mean, I think I only ever watched Numbers 2 and 3, um, all the way through anyway, at the theater when they came out in 2003. And the original movie, it's been a while since I've seen that too. Uh, that said, um, I feel like I kept up with this story and some of the flashbacks. I, I, I mean, honestly, I do think it helped to have literal snippets of a flashback to the original films. Um It kind of fed your nostalgia uh, stomach, you know, that, that I think <laughs> is what all these reboots are about. That, uh But also I loved the meta commentary, which I didn't think I would. I mean, I was aware of it going into this movie because people have talked about it. And it's kind of a negative thing people have said about it. Uh, oh, it's too meta. I actually think they handled it well here. And it, 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 that may be because I have this thing where I'm, mean, I'm kind of, I mean, here they acknowledge, look, we're doing a fourth matrix movie. I mean, this is a, this is something that we're doing. And this is, you know, we're in an era of reboots and, and sequels. Um, but I'm like them, I think, in the fact that I acknowledge that I'm going to see these movies. Like we, you know, last month we saw the new Spider-Man movie. Which is, you know, I've never seen an audience as pumped up as I have for that movie in a long time. And yet, a lot of that movie was, oh my gosh, do you remember this? <laughs> do you remember that person? Oh my goodness, it's been... And, and, you know, that's what a lot of movies have been lately. And when you start stripping them down, it's like, okay, is there more to these movies than just like uh, these Madelines, basically? <laughs> And no, uh, there isn't in, in certain cases, or at least very little. And I think this movie acknowledges that. So I, I appreciate that. Um, Keanu, I, I, love, I really have kind of developed a fondness for Keanu over the years, and he's, he's really good in this. I like uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen as the new Morpheus. Carrie Ann Moss, I think, is, is maybe honestly the weakest of the links here. Um, I don't know whether that's really her fault or just how they've written Trinity uh, for this, but I'll get to more about that in a moment. Um, Neil Patrick Harris as the analyst, I think is great. Jonathan Groff as the new Agent Smith, he's also good. Um, The direction, so it's interesting. I read something after we watched it that said um, there was no second unit on the action scenes, that Lana Wachowski just decided to direct the whole thing. and I don't pretend to have a deep working knowledge of film production here, but the fact that, like, uh, there's a, a second unit missing from the action scenes, I think s- sort of answers a question I had about why the action scenes were not as good in this one as they had been in previous ones, particularly the first one. I mean, the first Megatrix movie, those action sequences were, were, like, performance pieces. They were works of art, cinematic works of art. Um, these action scenes were I don't think they're as bad, as I've heard some people say that they are, but they are uh, artless, I think. And that's that's a shame. Uh, if you're comparing it to, like, you know, the first Matrix movie. Um, what's her name? Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is in this. She's reprising a role she had in another Matrix movie, and her old age makeup is not good. <laughs> um, I know some people who have... You know, seen the Matrix, the, the third Matrix movie more recently than I did. Uh, mentioned how uh, Neo and Trinity's characters died at the end of that one. And So how could they be the how could they be in this one? They do answer that. I think it's probably a, a weak point. It's kind of weak sauce. But again, this movie is meta enough that it, it, it's acknowledging the fact that like, hey man, look, this is just what we're doing now. we everyone's doing uh, reboots and sequels, so this is ours. And yeah, every you know things have weak explanations. So, I don't know. Um, I will also say, too, I agree with you that when this movie kind of became a Matrix movie toward the back, the back half. One, it felt long. It, it, this movie needed to have been trimmed a little bit. It's, it's two and a half hours. And it shouldn't have been that long. But it felt too long in that part. But also, um, that said, I liked it because the undercurrent of this film is uh, I'm just gonna be sappy here it's about love it's the neo and Trinity love and that is something that developed over the course of the original trilogy and I was never really into I just never felt like a big chemistry there I didn't really then not I, I couldn't care less about that but I don't know, I was, you know, we watched this last night and I've been trying to think about why did that love story in this movie impact me more than so than it had in the past. And I don't know, maybe it's the passage of time. Maybe it's just the fact that, you know, they're older, we're older, the, the way that the story unfolds uh, for their characters kind of maybe that drew me in more. But I, I was really sort of moved by that being kind of the underpinning of this. Um. And this is a movie that I don't pretend to fully understand. But sometimes there's movies that come along that I don't fully understand, but I'm experiencing them in the moment. And I'm just kind of along for the ride. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what this is exactly and, and what's going on, but I'm I'm with it. And that's kind of what I felt like with this movie.
1: Yeah, that that relationship between Neo and Trinity did not resonate with me. Um, but I, I do appreciate that the movie tried to take a different path and and kind of make that the focus, but the problem is it becomes the focus and to me it it didn't resonate. Um, I thought the, I thought the acting across the board was, was pretty good. I really liked Neil Patrick Harris as the analyst. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I disagree with you slightly about Keanu Reeves. I, I think he's an immensely personable actor and, um I, I do like him a lot, but he has some scenes in here that are kind of embarrassingly bad. Um Ouch. <laughs> he just isn't a great actor sometimes. Um but you y- you can't help but but love him. Um So yeah, I don't know. It, and I kind of expected that going in. It, it, the acting, I would say, is what you might expect in in this movie. Um Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll 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 admit Keanu, you know, he's he's no Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> But like I said, he he's he's pretty lovable. He's he's um, I, I liked him. I don't know. I thought he he, he did what he needed to do. It, it was interesting to see some of those brief snippets from the original film, just to see you know how how, how much people have aged. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I guess it happens to all of us. I mean, the the, the Matrix. I'll be honest with you. I mean, just just since we're talking about this movie, I'll just say here for the record, I'm someone who did not expect nor like or fully really appreciate uh, sequels for the Matrix movies. I thought, you know, when I saw the original Matrix movie at the theater in 1999, one, I thought it was really 90s. I mean, and I mean that in a good way, Um, but it was really 90s and I liked it and I thought it was a good self-contained story and I did not expect or think there would be sequels. But I wasn't quite as savvy back then as, as, as I am now about Hollywood and, (laughs) they're like, well, we're not going to leave all this money on the table, so, you know, of course they went back to the well uh, and brought us two sequels, which I think were inferior Um, and then then there's this, which I'll be be honest with you I might slot it into like second place out of the four Matrix films there's a big big chasm between the first one, though, and this one Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, I Overall, I liked what this had to offer. Just shorten it a little bit, and it would have been good.
1: I agree. It was way too long. <laughs> I, 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 I had to struggle to stay awake. To be honest.
0: <laughs> so, what would you give it out
1: of ten? Uh, I'm going to give it a four out of ten. Okay,
0: I'm going to give it a six. So our score is a five. Uh, it's on the tomato meter. It has a 65% fresh rating from critics and a 64% fresh or audience score. Uh, So, yeah, that is The Matrix Resurrections. And uh, thank you for listening. And we appreciate your listenership as always. And uh, particularly as this marks uh, our four-year anniversary.
1: Yes. Thank you for listening.